live from the Kroger parking lot. It's the Barack Obama approved world's greatest podcast hyphen nation. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, how are you? Glad to be back. I am the one, the only host of hyphen nation, Kellen Conman. And I just figured that I, I needed to come back to the Kroger parking lot, man. It, it just felt like it needed to be done. So here I am, Christmas Eve edition. By the time you hear this, it'll be Christmas morning. We drop it on a Saturday. We ain't worry about none of that. I'm actually going to make a phone call right now because there's a special person who needs to know I'm in this parking lot. So let's go ahead and call Michael Amarik. I have no idea if he'll even pick up. Let, let's try it though. Let's try it. This is Michael. I'm sorry I couldn't answer the phone. Just leave a message and I'll call you back. No! Call ended. It is Christmas Eve. Let, let's try it one more time. Merry Christmas, Lamb. Merry Christmas. I apologize. I did not mean to hang up on you. No, it's all good. It's all good. Switching over is like, it's a weird juggle on iPhones. <laughs> That's why I use my Android. Anyway. Anyway. I thought it would be dumb enough to work, but it's seemingly too dumb for me. Oh, well, I'm sorry. If you, if you say so. You'll well, be- yeah. Christmas, man. I'm glad you guys are doing, you and your family are doing well. We we are, but I'm not with my family right now, actually. Damn, you ditched them? Guess where I'm at. I don't know where. I'm in the Kroger parking lot. Oh, shit. You're bringing it back. I came here as I, as I, because I want to try to come at least once a year, right? So, so you're actually... Yeah, well, you're not. This is pre-recorded, but you're going to be a part of the newest episode, Hyphenation, okay? So, okay. so I was calling to see if you had any interest in being a part of the Morgantown Weather Report today. I would love to be a part of the Morgantown Weather Report. Let me uh, move to a quieter area. I actually can't hear anything but you right now. Oh, no, that's, that's good, but you know how that always is the beginning? <laughs> And then when you listen back to it, you're like, yo, I hear a whole audience back there. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Because uh-huh. what I was thinking is I would do my weather report, and then you could do your weather report wherever you are, and, and then you could tell everybody Merry Christmas, man. Yeah. Uh, give me one minute. Let me just... No, take, take your time. The Kroger is actually shutting down right now. They, like, I just got to use the bathroom before they closed the doors. Because <laughs> I got here and I was like, dang, I drank too much water. I'm going to run in here and use the bathroom. And they're like, Kroger's uh, closing. I'm like, nope, I got to go to the bathroom. You gotta, y'all got to wait. They're like, no, don't close on me. I've been here the beginning. Right. Five years coming to this place to record. The same parking lot? You don't go to a different one? Well, well, typically I record in the studio now. Like I don't do very many car pods, so so I had to come back here 
But yeah, it's always the same Kroger. It's, it's the biggest one in Morgantown. I always, normally I kind of wedge myself in the back of the parking lot, like some cars and stuff, but since it's not busy, I'm literally in the back right now, just chilling um, with my lights off. So people aren't like, what's that guy doing back there? Cause you know how thing, things are weird. <laughs> All right, sir, are you ready? I am ready. Okay. Morgantown Weather Report with Michael Lamarick. Let's go. Okay. It's currently 58 degrees here. Crazy for December. Uh, a little cloudy. Uh, looks like small chance of rain throughout the night. And then going in tomorrow, uh, we got some more rain. It's going to rain on Christmas. Awesome. Highs around 59. Lows 44. My God. <laughs> what is wrong? Mm -hmm. Climate change is real, people. And for the next few days, we're going to get up to 63 by December 29th and then promptly drop back down to 46. Nice. Yeah. So that is your Morgantown weather report with Michael Lamarig. So, Lamb, would you like mm -hmm. to share your weather, sir? Yes, yes, I would. Okay. So, some of you may not know, but some of you do. I moved just outside of Boston to the grand old town of Whitman which is where the chocolate chip cookie was invented. Nice. Amazing little nugget of fact right there. I was going to have some, some facts for that ass. Right. The, the Toll House uh, cookie place is like half a mile away from me, but I refuse to go there anymore because there's no Toll House cookie bakery. There's just a plaque. Oh, that stinks. Yeah. So speaking of things being uh, a little cold it is 28 degrees outside right now Oof, that's december Freezing. weather it is we had a high of 29 Oof. <laughs> i was like oh yeah you have a high of below freezing and a low of very much below freezing oh yes and just like you tomorrow we are going to be expecting precipitation but for us it's gonna be snow no uh, rain. white christmas <laughs> Exactly. There, we're expected to have snow starting at six in the morning, and if it works out that way, that means there may be a nice little layer of snow when the kids open their eyes and run outside and see snow for I, Christmas. I immediately get big Home Alone vibes when Kevin wakes up on Christmas morning, man. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing. Yes, hundred percent. Well, I'm glad you're oh. going to have a white Christmas. Yeah, I'm sorry, you don't have as white of a Christmas as I do. Uh, I mean, it's okay, man. I mean, maybe... You aren't, so... I, I have a feeling these next couple months, uh, January through March, you're going to be a bitch down here, so... Um, yeah, it's it's okay. I I'll let you know when we get some real snow, because I just have a feeling in my bones that we're going to have Listen, some. I hope your snow thrower is prepared, and I hope you have enough salt, and your back is in best condition because 2022 doesn't look like it's going to care for nobody. <laughs> Has any of the and last I'll, three years cared for anybody? The 20s suck, bro. <laughs> oh, seriously, they have. It was like 2019 started slapping people up and we're like, all right, fuck you. And then 2020 came and said, I'm 2019's big brother. Mm -hmm. What'd you... Oh, shit. Wait. <laughs> uh, one and now we're going into 2022 we're not really sure how we feel no cautious i'm not even optimistic anymore i just proceed with caution at all times now 
Exactly. We can't be speeding through life anymore. I gotta gotta slow down. Make smell sure there's them no roses. Yeah. Uh, and also, smelling roses. Congratulations on continuing on for another year. And being back in the Kroger's parking lot feels great, doesn't it? It, it does. It does. It's kind of creepy because I'm literally like one of the last few cars here. I might have to move. Just in case someone comes out, I'm like, hey, what you doing? And I'm like, uh, recording the world's greatest podcast. Don't you know? And how much you, you, listen, Kroger's should have given you your old parking space a long time ago. For real. And some Wi-Fi. Podcast needed its space right there. You don't have the Kroger's password? No. It's in the store. Just go in there and you can see it on the wall. It's closed, though. Oh, sure. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, maybe someone's in there. I'll call them like, hey, what's your Wi-Fi password? But I don't think it's supposed to extend past the store. I think you got to be in there. But it, but it definitely does. Or I can send you the equipment to make it happen. Oh. Well, I mean, we'll talk, off, we'll talk off podcast then. Yeah, I got you. Okay. Well, Lamb, I will let you get back to whatever you're doing, sir. I appreciate you picking up, even though you hung up on me. I, I apologize for that. But, you know... Um, iPhone fault. It, it's okay. It's all right. Um, uh, Merry Christmas, fault. sir. Merry Christmas to you as well. Oh, well, thank you. And if I don't talk to you before then, Happy New Year, brother. Happy New Year. And we will. <laughs> yes, sir. And we will properly get together for the podcast in the new year, I hope. Yes. We got to get some more in with Angel. Yes. Yeah, we definitely do. And Angel's sister. She's actually at my house right now. I have not been able to get her back since episode 25. I've tried. Why? What'd you do? What, I didn't do anything, you... man. I mean, she she's a busy woman about about uh, Congress, man. Like, I mean, she's not yeah. Congresswoman, but she works in Congress. So, the yeah. Capitol. The Capitol. I'm sorry. Um, That's all you gotta do. Be like, no, we're always mic'd up. <laughs> Just make it a reality show. Yeah. Come in the door, like, put, put this on. Thank you. <laughs> Act normal. You have to have this on. All times. And uh, when you come in, just clap. Yeah. There's one good strong clap. Yeah. And yeah, I can test go. the levels. That's, Lamb, you're a genius, bro. Exactly. I love it. <laughs> have a great day, man. You too, man. Merry Christmas again. Merry Christmas. Peace. Peace. Call ended. Yeah, and that's how you get Lamb on the podcast. That was amazing. That was so amazing. Lamb, thank you for picking up, bro. <laughs> Normally when I try to call people on, on the pod, no one picks up, man. So, so glad that you were able to take part in the Morgantown Weather Report with me, man. Uh, so, how is everybody doing, man? Everybody, at this point, you should be ready for Christmas um, or whatever you celebrate. If, if you celebrate Hanukkah, I believe Hanukkah's over. I don't know when Kwanzaa is, but Kwanzaa should be over soon, too, if it's not already over. Happy holidays if you don't specifically celebrate any of those three things. I'm just glad to be back with y'all, man. Uh, family's at the house. Got Nikki there from episode 25, my mother-in-law, Janice. Angel and Aaliyah, the girls, are around there. Angel's getting ready to wrap Aaliyah's gifts. Aaliyah, by now, has probably found out 
about her trip to Great Wolf Lodge with her friend Aria next year. So that should be a lot of fun. Um, yeah, it's a good time, man. Um, I hope that you and yours, to anybody who can hear the sound of my voice, I hope you guys are having a wonderful Christmas season. I hope that your wonderfulness, your joy carries into New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. And may your 2022 start with a bang, a good bang. You know, you don't want any bad bangs, I guess. So I'm not going to keep you forever. It's Christmas. I mean, shit, y'all probably listen to this on Monday for real. So first topic, and it just dawned on me when I was on my way over here because I don't know if y'all heard, but Nas dropped a new album called Magic, which is his second release in 2021, making it the second time in Nas's career that he's dropped two albums in the same year. The last time he did it, it was 1999 when he dropped I Am, which I love so much because it was my first Nas album I bought. And then he dropped Nostradamus, which I think is okay, which we've talked about the last time. I actually potted, which is funny. I'm only uh, three tracks in on Magic. All the songs are dope. It's mostly produced by Hit Boy. I saw Nas has a primo joint on there, so I'm really excited about that. Um, that's later in the album from the track listing I saw. But it got me to thinking. Y'all know how way back when, episode 48, I did the, the greatest MCs of all time. And you know how Jay-Z, in case you didn't know who Jay was, was firmly planted in number one, and then it was Nas, and then number three was Biggie, and number, or I think number three, I think three was Biggie, four was Eminem, and five was Pac, I think. Um, oh, my phone, my phone is actually recording right now, so I can't look up the list. Uh, Eminem has slipped in recent years only... Um, because of his insistence on his mu his music just hasn't done it for me lately. The last project that I've liked was Marshall Mathers LP two. I feel like ever since then, especially since revival, he has been determined to show the world he can rap. But and which he does every song. He's he's easily one of the greatest rappers of all time. But. With that said, the it feels like he's always fortunate me to me. Every time he gets on the microphone, it just feels very forced. So the three albums he's dropped, because he did Music to be Murdered by, I think there was a B-side that came out, there was an original one, and then there was the album that came out, Kamikaze. Was Kamikaze after Revival, I think? Those albums, while they have their moments for me, they, they just feel very forced. And I hope that when Eminem drops again, because you know he's going to, I hope that he really takes his time to craft an actual album that isn't a square peg trying to go in a round circle. Because that's how it feels like his music's going lately. Anyway, Nas is two. Number one is Jay. Jay hasn't dropped since 444. Jay doesn't have to drop since 444. As 
Marcus showing Mad Love Robinson would say. It, 444 is probably the proper dismount for Jay-Z's discography, honestly. I just can't imagine there being a reason why he would feel the need to drop anything else, personally. And right now, people are attempting to go into Kroger. Unfortunately, they closed, I think, at 5. And I'm So, yeah, you're, you're not getting in Kroger. So I hope you guys um, are able to find what you're looking for. What is... Is this a stink bug? There is... I don't know what this bug is outside my car. Now, I'm under street... I'm under light lamps. I'm under street lamps in a Kroger parking lot. And I'm pretty bright. But why are you down here messing with my car, bug? But yeah, Jay, 444 is a fitting dismount. Like, he doesn't need to drop anything else. Like, he can drop Beyonce albums, joint albums with Beyonce. He can do Jay Electronica stuff, which I need to re-listen to, because I listened to, finally listened to that Jay Electronica album, and I wasn't impressed earlier this year. But I had to kind of adjust my listening year, because I was being overly critical of a lot of shit. And I feel like I've kind of worked on that, where I might be able to appreciate it more now, so I'll have to come back to it. I just, I just, I'm afraid of Jay coming back out and dropping a stinker. And I don't, I don't want Jay to drop a stinker. He can do Khaled guest verses and things like that, Pharrell songs. But he, he doesn't, or the Harder They Fall soundtrack. He doesn't need to drop another album though. It's, it's like discography complete for real, for me. And that's me being the biggest Jay fan, being one of the biggest Jay fans ever. But. Since Nazir dropped, which I hated, with King's Disease 1 and King's Disease, King's Disease 2, and now Magic? I think Nas is creeping closer to Jay because I really didn't think at this late in Nas's career, like he's almost been in the game for 30 years. And... Well, his debut was 93, I believe. So he's two years away from being in the game 30 years. As a Snoop, by the way. And he's dropping some of the best stuff ever. The first two songs on his album, I heard him do, on this Magic album, I heard him do flows that I never heard him do before. And he was killing it. Nas might be still getting better. Like, maybe... Nas is number one. Maybe. Maybe he's making a case, man. Like, I don't know. He just dropped the bar saying he's going. they're going to do Kings, Kings Disease 3. So if we get Kings Disease 3 next year and that shit's fire too. I might have to move Jay down to two. And, and Nas was originally going to be number one and I talked myself out of it and went with Jay. Now, now, it's kind of similar to if you listen to Rasslecast where we did our our greatest wrestlers of all time. My original list didn't have CM Punk on it. Reason being, Punk had just returned to AEW and I was afraid that he would come back and not be as good somehow. So I was penalizing him for actually coming back to wrestling, which is what I've wanted for seven years. And so I had him off my original list and 
Eric and Marcus were mad at me. But then before we actually recorded, I did add Punk to my top 20 wrestlers of all time. So, so, you know, like, I, I, I really could have done the list and put Jay at two, sure. And everybody knows I'm, I'm a Jay stan. But it just didn't feel right to not have, but it just didn't feel right to put Jay at two, but it's completely different with Punk, because I had Punk not on the list. I was just waiting for him to fail, which is fucked up. So instead, I did put him on the list. But Nas is making a hell of a case for himself. So first recommendation before we go any further. I have other recommendations in here, but I have to pick up my phone. So um, I don't think I can access it because there's no Wi-Fi. So I'll, I'll remind me next year to give you my little list of recommendations. I have like five or six things that I've been wanting to mention on the pod. Um, Yeah, Nas might be moving up, man. I'm really excited to hear the music he's done. And the funny thing is, when that, was that song called Sorry with Khaled with Nas and Jay on it? I thought Nas's verse was off beat on there. And Angel didn't think so, but then I liked Jay's verse, but I've only listened to it twice. Like, I even, I even streamed it. I watched the video twice just to hear both their verses again, which leaves, again, success as the best. Jay and Nas collaboration from American Gangster. And it's funny that I thought he's offbeat on that Khaled song, but then he's sitting there doing new flows on the first two songs of this one. And that's even funnier because I was saying he was offbeat on Nasir, but again, I don't know how much the Nasir album was pieced together by Kanye with Nas vocals versus it, versus it being a true collaborative effort. That's neither here nor there, though. Neither here nor there. I think right about here is good. This is me, your favorite producer, Uncensored Mike, and I'd like to tell you guys about my new show, The Soapbox on Isla Pal. It has me, it has my friends, and it has your favorite people who you don't even know yet. Come listen to us and meet some new folks. That's it. As we continue on, next topic. I just want to say Back to the Future is my favorite movie of all time. I've waited all these episodes to finally say that. I probably have said it in one of the other ones before. But seriously, you everyone has their comfort food. They'll have their certain thing that's like, man, I've had a crappy day. You know what? I'm going to go through McDonald's to get me that large fry. Everybody has that. Or, you know what, I'm, I'm going to swing through Kroger and go through their, to their sushi section with the sushi chefs and get me some sushi and take it home. I've, I'm guilty. Guilty of that. People have comfort movies. 
I have a comfort, people have comfort TV shows. My comfort TV show is Scrubs because it's like my third, third favorite show of all time. My number one sitcom. And I could watch Scrubs over and over and over and over, including season eight. Nine? Season eight? Wait. Nine. I think it's season nine. The last season of Scrubs is not a regular season of Scrubs. It's Scrubs Med School. ABC didn't want to rename it after the lat what was supposed to be the last season of Scrubs, which is season eight, after it did so well in the ratings. They didn't want to actually change the name from Scrubs to Scrubs Med School because they were afraid it would tank in the ratings. And guess what? When people were tuning in Scrubs and didn't see their familiar Scrubs characters, it tanked in the ratings and it got canceled. And we have another contestant trying to walk up to the Kroger, part, the Kroger door. Oh, sorry for your luck, sir. You're going to have to get back into your vehicle and depart. Oh, oh. Wait, oh, there's a, there's actually a sign on the door I'm in front of because I'm in the back of the parking lot that says, um, welcome, please use other entrance. And now he's going to walk all the way to the other entrance and he's going to find out that they close. It's Christmas Eve, bro. Like, what what are you doing? What what are you what is you doing, baby? So just like Scrubs, Back to the Future is my comfort movie. I put this movie on the other night and just because I was like, man, I don't really want to watch anything particular. I don't want to have to think while I'm watching TV. I, I may not stay awake very long. I'm going to turn on Back to the Future. I'm close my eyes right now and I'm going to share with you guys why I think Back to the Future is one of the greatest films, not, not just films, movie trilogies ever. And if you disagree, you can just go ahead and skip to the last part of the episode. Uh, I'm going to just spend a few minutes talking about it. So, just like with music, like, you know how I've talked about how Volume 3, and I just mentioned I Am, how much I love those albums because they were like my first ones. Back to the Future was like one of the first films that I could truly remember besides like Return of the Jedi. And... I remember I had like a red vest for some reason in my closet. And when I would sit down and watch this movie and shout out to my dad, because one of the original bootleggers, he would take movies, he would rent them from motion video in Winchester, bring them home and then make copies. So my man literally had a, a collection of black movie boxes that would sit on a bookshelf in our living room. And they each had like two or three movies on them, depending on the length. Then he had a little notepad that was sitting on the shelf so you could find what you were looking for. It was it was kind of amazing. And he, at some point, had copied Back to the Future. And I don't know how I, I got a hold of it. I don't know if he said, here, watch this one day. Shut up. You're on my nerves. But I watched this movie, and the minute I saw that DeLorean, I fell in love. A DeLorean, despite the fact it's such a shitty, shitty, shitty car. <laughs> and actually, there's a good article um, about John DeLorean that I ran across not long ago. Uh, you probably just Google John DeLorean. Um, 
uh, John DeLorean oral history, maybe something like that. And uh, man, it's really cool. Just just Google it and you'll find it. it. It's 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 a real long read, but it goes through his whole life, like working at different car companies, and then and then what he did. He was he and he's a criminal, guys. But how he came up with the design for DeLorean, and then how he couldn't even get it built in the states, and how he had this factory out of the country, and how bad the conditions were. Again, he was a shitty guy, and the DeLoreans were shitty. But if someone said, "Tell me what your dream car is, and I will make sure you have it," the DeLorean is it. The DeLorean is it. And, I, and you know, I'm not very impressed by suicide doors or anything like that now. Like, I, I've seen suicide doors on other on other sports cars, other super nice, more efficient cars, more modern. And it's like, oh, it's cool. The cars go, the doors go up, man. But just something about that, that silver and black and the way the cars, the doors came up like wings, especially when it was a time travel movie. And to see this teenager played by, of course, the great Michael J. Fox, who I did know from Family Ties. I'm pretty sure I knew he was from Family Ties. If not, first time I saw Family Ties, I was like, yo, that's Marty McFly. Cause I just, I just love the movie, man. And I would just watch this movie on a regular basis. I'd sit there in my little red vest and watch the movie, sit on my bed in my room. And from start to finish, I just I just loved it for years. And then of course I grew up a little bit and started I got into Ninja Turtles and you know and watching actual TV shows. Most of the time my TV was set to Nickelodeon in my room and when I was at my mom's, be watching Nickelodeon, Wild and Crazy Kids. What up, though? And every and I remember, I remember actually, I remember. Let me watch this car. Make sure this car is not coming for me. They don't look like they are. They sure are creeping at a slow speed, though. Ignore me. Okay, I think they did. I remember mom taking me to the movie theater to see Back to the Future 2 which would have been 89 so I was like 6 and the first time I saw that hoverboard and then saw Doc and Marty have to go back to 1955 to get the almanac and then saw how they had messed up um, 1985 when they went to 2015 I know people trash the sequels, but I love the sequels as much as I love the original. The fact that in my six-year-old brain, after watching Back to the Future, the fact that they made the movie better in my mind just could not be taken away. And it still has it. I'm not here for you to poke any holes in the time travel, like Endgame. I don't want to hear about how they broke their own rules. Y'all know I like wrestling, and we're going to talk a little bit of wrestling at the end of this. So I, I easily can suspend my disbelief, and every time this movie is on, I suspend my disbelief. Because uh, I love this movie so much. Uh. 
And then I remember, damn, did I ever watch, I don't remember seeing three in the, in the theater. I feel like I didn't see three in the theater. I feel like the first time I got to actually watch three, because it came out in 90, was probably 95, 96-ish. Maybe, 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 nah, maybe my dad had run it. My dad probably did run it for me at some point. I watched it, watched Back to the Future 3. But I remember NBC was running Back to the Future 3 on a Sunday night or something like that. And by then, I was recording stuff off TV all the time. So this had to be like circa 95, 96. I recorded Back to the Future 3. And I watched that ad nauseum because for as much shit as y'all want to give Back to the Future 3 for going back to 1885 and, and they're poking holes in the time travel and all this stuff and, and him saving Clara when he shouldn't have done that and she was supposed to die, Doc Brown that is. It's a, it's a great ending to the story, man, because part one... You meet Marty, who's like one, just a cool-ass motherfucker, to a, a four- or five-year-old who's watching it, who skateboards, fight, uh, gets away from bullies, saves his life, uh, gets his parents together at the dance, plays guitar, has a cute-ass girlfriend, and, um, of course, I didn't realize that at the time. Like, now I look at look at uh, the Jennifers, because there's Jennifer from the first one, and then there's Jennifer from the second two. I'm like, goddamn, Marty, go ahead with your bad self. Even though, I mean, best friends with a, a, a scientist as a teenager. Now, you can poke holes in that relationship too. Whatever. They're friends, okay? Doc, Doc is an outcast in town. I don't know how they met. I don't want to know how they met. But you got the beginning. He goes back in time by accident, finds young Doc Brown, finds his mom, finds his dad, fixes everything he fucks up. Young Doc Brown sends him back to 1985. He's able to save Doc Brown's life because 1955 Doc actually read his letter and then everything's saved. And then right after he sees his life is improved by him making this trip and everything, Doc shows up and said, we got to save your kids, blah, blah, blah. And then that's the end of the movie until they're like, oh, we're going to do two more of these joints. So then it becomes to be continued. And then you jump into part two and you're immediately flying to 2015, which we never thought we would see back in 1989. And flying cars and everything else and all this cool high technology. And of course, the Nike mags, well, the self-lacers were in the movie and that was hella dope. Um, then, of course, they they fixed things in 2015. Did they fix things in 2015? Because they went to go went to go help his kids. So, yeah, they saved, they saved Marty in 2015. Uh, old Biff took off the almanac, went back to 1955. They go back to 1985. It's all fucked up. So they figure that out. They got to go back to 1955 and fix it. They fix that. Uh, they're getting ready to come back. DeLorean gets hit by lightning and goes and just disappears. And then, my, and then it starts pouring. And then the, the man shows up and says, we didn't think you'd be here. This is a telegram from 1885. And Doc's like, I'm in the old West, motherfucker. Don't come after me. Marty's like, uh, I got to go back for you. So Marty's like, hey, young Doc from 1955, can you uh, help me go back to 1885 so I can save you and everything like that? 
Uh, and then they, they do that. And then, of course, Marty busses DeLorean and there's no gasoline 1885. So this is how they, uh, then old Doc and Marty, um, the original Marty and Doc, uh, they decide, hey, we're going to come up with this plan to get the, the DeLorean up to 88. Then we're all out of here. Of course, Doc falls in love in the middle of that. And then they're, they rob the train and they got to hit 88 before they get to the end of the ravine and they barely make it and Doc has to save Clara so he doesn't go and Marty goes back and he sees Jennifer. The DeLorean gets destroyed in the with the train and then um, Jennifer and, and Marty are checking out the wreckage and then Doc shows up in a time-traveling train with some with two kids and Clara and his one of his little boys makes a weird finger sign if you watch it. Um... I just love it, man. Storytelling at its finest. And I want to do this now just for the fact that at some point, at some point, although I don't think Zemeckis or Bob Gale or Spielberg, I don't think Spielberg is involved. I think he was just friends with Zemeckis. Spielberg and uh, Zemeckis and Bob Gale. At some point, they won't be around anymore. And the rights of the movie and everything that's keeping it from being remade now, it's going to go to their families and eventually it's going to come back around. And they're like, we got a great idea. Let's remake Back to the Future. And it won't be the same. It won't be the same. But I just wanted to finally sit down and just talk about how much I, I love this movie. And if y'all can't tell from that synopsis I gave you off the top of my head, no, no podcast of 101. That was all off the top. If y'all can't tell by my excitement, it's my go-to movie, man. There will never be another movie that will top it. And you could be like, oh, what about the Godfather Part Two, yo? What a, what about uh, what what about um, what is that? what about Casablanca, yo? Uh, what what about? And I don't know who this this voice is, but <laughs> yo yo, what about uh, what about uh, Goodfellas, man? Uh uh, dang, why, there's this one movie that's on the tip of my tongue. Everybody says like one of the greatest movies of all time. And it's not coming to me. It's a, it's a war movie. Uh, it's not Patton. Uh, Apocalypse Now, maybe. One, one of those movies. What about that movie? No. One of the things I have learned this year, as much as I've sat here and been critical about shit on this podcast, and it's a derivative of something Marcus said to me, earlier this year because I was talking about shoes and liking certain shoes, sneakers and thinking that if I liked a certain shoe that other people didn't like, it wasn't cool. And Marcus said, yo, you, you got to like what you like. You got to buy what you like, man. I ain't exactly how he said it. I said it in a bar on TikTok. It was like way harder. Um, but you like what you like. You love what you love. You have to champion those things. Which is why I've been so, I, I've, I've like, I, I haven't really been 
in any positions other than uh, we should do this again sometime where I need to be critical of a product or anything like that or of, of a movie. Or, like music, I, I mean, I don't even want to talk about it if I like it. I'm not going to sit here and be like, yo, man, I listened to the new little Sneak album. That shit was terrible, yo. I don't want to do that no more, man. It's, it's just negativity. Someone put their heart, put their time and effort in that shit. And if I don't like it, I don't like it. But if I fuck with it, I fuck with it. So that's something that I've really been trying to hold on to. Like, e even with, er, like, um, friends and stuff being critical of, like, Donda and CLB, even though I think they're they're both okay albums. Like, yo, this shit trash. You need to listen to these other niggas. Blah, 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 blah. Um, and the funny thing is, when I was thinking about recording earlier, I was like, I'm not going to cuss as much on here. <laughs> it just comes out. I'm sorry. It, it does have an explicit tag. You know, man, it's it's... You like what you like. I, I I don't have to sit here and listen to your takes on it. Like Ghostbusters Afterlife. Oh, recommendation, Ghostbusters Afterlife. I liked it. There you go. See? There's some people who are like, yo, it's The Force Awakens for Ghostbusters. Do I see their point? Sure. But you either like it or you don't like it. Hmm. Rise of Skywalker. I hate that shit. And I've spent too much time talking about how much I hate that shit on this pod. The Last Jedi, amazing. I'm glad I've spent as much time as I have talking about The Last Jedi. I enjoy Force Awakens. You either like it or you don't. Don't step on other people's parades, man. Fuck it. Fuck it. That's that's a major problem that we have in this world anyway. We so busy being concerned about what other people are doing. Oh, you're not allowed to like that shit. Why? Because it's stupid. I don't think it's stupid. Well, you stupid. Why can't it be, you know what, I didn't like it, but that's cool that you like it. That's all it needs to be. Goddamn, we out here making some real points today on Christmas Eve. Let's fucking go. Shit. Anyway. Let me watch where this Jeep's going. Okay. No one's messed with me yet. Last topic, man. I'm going to go ahead and do this while I can. And I say that just because... Uh, uh, you know, life gets busy and it's the end of the year anyway. So we're going to go ahead and do the best in the world, the best wrestler for 2021. We're going to do it now. You're going to get it real quick. Cause if you want to hear me talk about wrestling and you want to hear me laugh a lot, Rasslecast Power Hour, me and Handsome Bane and showing mad love. Go check that out. But as is tradition on Hyphen Nation, I just want to talk about who I feel like is the best wrestler for 2021. Here are your candidates. Kenny Omega. Kenny, this is the, fir this is the first year that I've really gotten to watch Kenny because I, I don't watch New Japan like that. I've seen highlights, but through AEW and through their YouTube, I've really grown to appreciate his work. Best wishes in your recovery from your injury, Kenny. Kenny Omega for sure. One of the candidates, the third AEW champion. I'll tell you, recently dropped it to Hangman Adam Page. So you're definitely in there. Bianca Belair. She's been around for a minute. When I watched her in the Royal Rumble this year, I was like, okay. Okay, I got to stop sleeping. Because when her and Rhea Ripley were going at it, man, I was on the edge of my seat. And... Aaliyah was watching it with me, and Aaliyah was just as pumped for her. And then this, have them, um, have her and Sasha headline night one of WrestleMania this year, 
and then win an ESPY with that shit. And I, and ESPYs, of course, are any ESPN award, but that's given to nor to your normal sports. The fact they gave that shit to the WWE to professional wrestling, that's fucking huge, yo. That's so dope. And number three, I've been struggling with, honestly, because I'm trying to think of who who would be the best third wrestler. I mean, I guess it's got to be Roman in there. Like, Brian Danielson did some dope shit earlier this year as Daniel Bryan and now in AEW. But I, I guess you, you can't front on Roman because I feel like Roman... I didn't put Roman in the nominees last year because he his run had been so short, like only four months by the time I did this. So let's just throw Roman in there. So you got Bianca Belair, Roman, and Kenny Omega. We're not going to suspend disbelief uh, for y'all. I mean, it's wrestling, so you should. But we're not going to leave y'all in suspense. It's uh, Bianca Belair, man. Go to YouTube and look up her match that she had with, you, with uh, Dewdrop. Just the other day, um, my man CJ posted in our wrestle chat cast the other day, our wrestle chat, um, our wrestle chat group chat on Messenger the other day, and it, it was it was so cool to see the feats of strength that she's able to pull off, man. And, and man, you just you just can't help but root for her, man. Black girl magic in full effect. Um, I, I love her, man, and I and I hope that WWE continues to do right with her, even though they did take the belt off of her. Uh, for Becky, but I feel like they're still doing right by her. She continues to impress me, and I am a fan. So congratulations, Bianca Belair, the 2021 best in the world. Now, what am I supposed to say here? I feel like there's a transition part, part, but anyway, guys. Power of positivity is real. Get that negativity out of your life, no matter what it may be, no matter what butter you got to do, you got to do you. Yes. Um, also, try to have genuine interactions with people, um, kind interactions with people. You never know what the next man or woman is going through, and your kind actions could save their life or someone else's. Always keep that in mind. Uh, words of wisdom for today. Deep breaths. Step away when you need to. Um... Oh, recommendation. Real quick, real quick. Uh, if you're in football, I started playing Retro Bowl on, on my phone. And it's only 99 cents for the full version, which just gives you like a couple other extra cool options. I think it's a really cool football game. It's real easy to pick up. I'm kind of addicted to it right now. So check out Retro Bowl if you're into football. And you just want a real fun, easy to pick up football game uh, on your phone. So you can just kind of do something in between the things you're supposed to be doing. Back back to the end game. Um, if you want to contact the show, you can do so at B-H-Y-P-H-E-N at gmail.com. Um, you can also hit me up on Twitter at B-Hyphen, uh, Hyphen Universe on Facebook. Yeah, uh, Hyphen Universe on YouTube. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. I'm not going to have a video this episode, but I, I will post the audio for you. And I also got some... some Video from older from other episodes this year I still got put up. So if you want to check out Hyphen Universe and subscribe and like and follow all that stuff. Well, not follow. Subscribe, like, comment, all that stuff. That'd be cool. Hit the bell too because then you won't miss a notification. It's got a lot of stuff that I, I've recorded that I just need to put out. Um, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll talk about that in the new year about my experiences trying to be a YouTube YouTuber. 
I don't know what this voice is. Gosh, I need to stop it. Um, what else? I feel like I left one. Oh, the B hyphen on Instagram. If you want to go to hyphen podcast group route, you can do hyphen pie group hyphen podcast group on Facebook, hyphen podcast group on Instagram, or hyphen pod group on Twitter, hyphen podcast group at gmail.com, hyphen podcast group.com, or hyphen universe.com. If you use Apple Podcasts, give the podcast five stars. That'll be real dope because if you do that. It'll get more people to, to check out the world's greatest podcast, the Barack Obama approved world's greatest podcast. And if you want to leave a comment on there, good or bad, I will read it on the show. I will. Also, I think Spotify is getting a rating system for podcasts. I don't know if it's in yet, but if you want to give me five stars on there too, awesome. And in case you were looking for more podcast content, um, there, there's all kinds of great shows from my podcast group. So you can subscribe to all those too and leave comments and stars. Yeah, let's see. So I got the contact. Power of positivity is real. Uh, get that negativity out of your life. Words of wisdom. Uh, apologize to Kyrie Irving. Oh, fuck Kyrie. <laughs> I'm still on that. Um, be safe out there, man. This variant is no joke. It's It's catching up with a lot of people. It missed the, the first almost two years. So be very careful out there. Um, in my opinion, you should get vaccinated and wear a mask. Again, you either like that or you don't. I don't care if you don't. You should do it. Save some lives. Think about yourself. Think about someone besides yourself. That's what I'm trying to say. Um... Appreciate everybody who listens to the sound of my voice, who's been rocking with Hyphenation for five years. We're on the road to 200. Always good to be back in the driver's seat. Always good to be back in the Kroger parking lot for a car pod. Feels good. Yeah, you know, feels good. wonder if I've gotten any call. My phone hasn't lit up, so... Either I've not been recording for like 40 minutes, which would suck, or I don't know what's happening with my phone. I'm kind of scared. But anyway, guys, thank you for listening. I will see y'all in 2022. If not sooner, I don't think it'll be sooner. But maybe, maybe I'll squeeze one more in there before the end of the year. But if not, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Thank you for listening to Hyphen Nation. My name is Kellen Conley. Thank you again to Lamb for picking up the phone. And I say all that, say this. Thanks, y'all. This is a hyphen podcast production. Are you not entertained? Yeah!